This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. We turn to the legal realm today in this episode where we feature Court Martial. Compliance, the final frontier. Tom Fox is the voyager of trekking through compliance. His mission? To explore the original series and seek out and share what it can teach you about compliance. Here's your host, Tom Fox. Episode 20, Court Martial. After sustaining damage in an ion storm, the Enterprise is forced to seek repairs at Starbase 11. At Starbase 11, Commodore Stone investigates the loss of records officer Ben Finney, who was killed when the ion pod in which he was taking readings had to be jettisoned in order to save the Enterprise. Stone finds that despite Kirk's insistence to the contrary, the computer records show that Kirk ejected the pod during the yellow alert before red alert had been signaled which would have communicated to Finney to get out of the pod. Kirk is further incriminated when it is learned that although they were once close friends, Finney had a deep hatred of Kirk and held him responsible for Finney's lack of promotion. This stemmed from an incident aboard the uh, USS Republic when Kirk replaced Finney on watch and discovered a circuit open to an atomic matter pile that should have been closed. Finney was sent to the bottom of the promotion board and began to blame Kirk for keeping him down. Kirk stands by his testimony and draws a court-martial for perjury and culpable negligence. His former flame, Ariel Shaw, is the prosecuting attorney, and Kirk seeks the services of attorney Samuel T. Cogley. Testimony from McCoy, Spock, and himself proves unlightening, in rather unenlightening, and Spock is forced to admit there is nothing mechanically wrong with the computer. Just as the sentence is about to be pronounced by Commodore Stone, Space Command Representative Lindstrom, and Starship Captains Chandra and Korinsky, or rather Krinowski, Spock discovers something amiss in the computer program bank of the Enterprise after he is able to beat the computer five times, despite the fact that the program should not be capable of losing, at least to Spock, because he programmed it. Spock rushes down to the starbase, and the entire court reconvenes aboard the Enterprise to determine what is going on. Using an auditory sensor, the computer detects one more heartbeat aboard the Enterprise than can be accounted for. Kirk soon locates the hiding Finney, who manages to tap out the primary energy circuits. Finney tells Kirk how to return power and prevent the Enterprise from being burned up in the planet's atmosphere only when Kirk tells him that Finney's daughter Jamie is aboard. Kirk is cleared, and Samuel Cogley takes on a new case defending Ben Finney. 
This episode has much to commend, but the thing I would like to focus on for today is not to place all of your uh, faith in technology. Obviously, uh, this is a key message for every compliance practitioner, but technology is not infallible, even though it promises to be free from human error. So why should uh, a compliance professional be involved with technology? The technology that we have in the form of data analytics and now AI always requires human oversight. Humans must not only use the data and interpret that data or interpret it, then use it, but it's going to make the role of the compliance professional, I think, more challenging and more important for every compliance function within an organization. It also presents a great opportunity for you as a younger compliance professional to learn and understand what can be available to you, and more importantly, how you might be able to use that information uh, going forward. So uh, this is a very old school trial with Elijah Cook Jr., uh, one of our great character actors from the second half of the 20th century. I hope you'll take a look at Court Martial and consider it from a variety of angles. Next, we're going to take a look at the compliance takeaways. Next up, compliance takeaways. Obviously, as a recovering trial lawyer, I enjoyed this episode. I particularly enjoyed Elijah Cook Jr., who has been in numerous uh, great movies, including Shane and, of course, The Maltese Falcon. So it's great to see him in this role as well. Uh, I'm going to take a little bit different approach on this one because um, one of the Takeaways could be don't put your faith in technology or at least all of your faith in technology. It's not fallible, even though it promises to be free from human error. Um, Certainly, uh, this episode uh, puts you uh, directly in line with that interpretation. Um, Computers were newer in the mid-60s, and people are in awe of their accuracy and consistencies. But... Uh, computers should not have a mom- momentary brain lapse or have 2 plus 2 equal 3. At least that was a percep- perception. That's why um, in the compliance realm, I think it's always good to remember that uh, a, uh, data and AI will never take the place of compliance professionals because we have to oversee that. So uh, interesting uh thought or way to look at this episode. The trial scenes, I thought, were also interesting because Cogley really didn't have a lot to work with, so it didn't appear as if his um, defense was that articulate or even that powerful. Nevertheless, he was uh, appealing to emotion, and that's certainly a valid um, trial strategy. If you don't have the facts, argue the law. If you don't have the law, argue the facts. If you don't have either, well, sometimes you need to make it up. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.